Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy. Today's episode is called Releasing Without Panic. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Hello, Christy. Hey. It's great to be back with our podcast family today. Yes, it is. It has been a interesting week, hasn't it? It has. Every week is interesting. Every week is interesting. It keeps In life, life going. We want to say a big shout out to all you guys this week who did a tremendous job liking and sharing and commenting and um, getting the podcast information out there. To the world. So many of you came to us personally this week and just said, hey, this is cool. This is what's happening. And and I really am listening. It's not like just in the background playing. Yes. Somebody listened to our podcast and, and found... Um, and sent our kids mail because one of our podcasts, we talked about how our littles love to get mail and they were excited to send our littles mail and they were excited to get that mail. It was, it was fun. Yeah, that so, was interesting. So it was great. Absolutely. So, Hey, we hope you guys are having a great week out there. We are running quickly towards summer. The school days are winding down today. We celebrated the fact that uh, this would be the last Thursday. Friday that they would have to go to school tomorrow. And uh, they had yes. to have to go next Thursday. So we're embracing the summer and uh, excited about that. And I uh, hope you guys have some great plans out there. Getting ready. Christy, uh, man, what do you want to talk about today? Oh, we're jumping right into it. Well, we can tease it. People can be thinking about it. We are talking about what you just said. Summer's here, so therefore a school year is ending and... Um, People are graduating, going out into the real world of adulting. The real world of adulting. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We did, uh, when I very when I first started the podcast, uh, all by myself, we did one with our, our daughters releasing our arrows and um, what that meant. And wow, that's been several years ago because they are starting their senior year in college. Well, they are finishing their junior year strongly. We've, we've still got another week with them, so they are a little behind. They're on a... They're not on a semester schedule. They're on a um, quarter system. Quarter system at their college, so they are going to be a little bit um, later getting out. But yes, they are finishing their junior year. So I'm not rushing into that senior year. I'm good with saying we're ending the junior year. Okay. But they have learned some things along the way, and and um, we've learned some things along the way. So we're going to talk about it again today. About Absolutely. So let's give our folks an update. What's happening in our life? That's what's happening in our That's life. Happening. We're trying to get to the end of school. We're um, we're test. We finished testing. Gra- Bradley had a graduation celebration at his school, and um, he actually ended up missing the day because he was sick on celebration day. Because celebration day got shifted around, and he got sick. But he got all the goodies. They even saved him a cupcake for the next day when he came back. Um, which was, was not happy about missing. He was not happy about missing. Um, but he he got all his his goodies and he got his official kindergarten graduation certification. He has his certificate. So he um no graduation. No graduation. No, no walking. We're not walking, but we are. Um, he what did is graduate. this world coming to when you cannot walk down the aisle? For graduation. Some, for graduation. Some people did, but Bradley's class just did not. They, their school did not. I remember my kindergarten graduation. I did not walk for kindergarten graduation. I walked. I, I there was this play that we had, and I got to be Little Boy Blue. Come Ooh. blow your horn. Okay. 
Sheep's in the meadow and the cows are in the corn. He remembers that. Hey, I have a, a picture of it. I a might few post years that. later. Huh? Kindergarten going to post that, Bree? Hey, we I, Bree's jumping on here. We we were blessed with some new equipment in our podcast family. And so Hi. now, Bree. <laughs> Hello. Bree's Bree here. Aaron. Speak, Aaron. Hello. <laughs> there is Aaron. Aaron is not excited about talking. We could not do this without Bree and Aaron. It would be literally impossible. Yes, and it would. Bree, pull that mic back. Girl. Can we not jump over the little boy blue thing? Can we go back to Please. that? <laughs> and so, um, you know, each week we talk about them here in the room and there's mm-hmm. things they want to put out. And so we were blessed. Uh, somebody blessed us with some equipment uh, that allows them to jump in and you'll be able to hear them as well will also help us with guests in the future That's and right. so uh so Bree, we have the uh ability the, i have the picture of that somewhere i cannot believe that you want to share that i'm so excited i was proud proud girl i'm very excited to post that for people to see I had the horn and everything. Oh my gosh there were props i have i have not seen this picture we we do need to search for this picture wow Granny, Brad, we call Brad's mom Granny. Granny, if you are listening to this podcast, start searching for that picture. We need that picture. It's going to be interesting. And the prom picture. And oh, the, the prom, prom picture that we forgot. Didn't we to post get the, the prom one. picture? We, we posted oh, we one. posted one, not the other. We one. went to two proms together. Two proms. My prom got posted. Yours did not. The pink shoes. Did the not pink get shoes it. have not made it. Nope. No. All right, so that's what's happening. Kindergarten graduation. He got the certificate without the walk. So <laughs> he did. And but, Ella's just happy. She's getting a. They're having a party tomorrow, and she's excited. But he's happy in his world. So. Yep. Update on the farm. Update on the farm. My goodness gracious, we received six inches of rain from Sunday to Wednesday. But I have an announcement before that rain on Sunday night. I got to cut all the grass on the farm. For the first time this year. For the first time all spring, it was dry enough for me to cut all the grass. I actually did it on Mother's Day, which bothered Brad, but I didn't care because I was so excited to get it all cut at one time. And the whole yard looked great for like... Six hours, and then it started raining. And And I told her, there's no way. There's no way you're cutting grass on Mother's Day. You're just not doing it. No, it's not happening. So I went to do something else. Next thing I know, (laughs) I used the lawnmower. There goes the lawnmower. That's her day. Hey, if she wants to cut grass, praise the Lord. That's right. I did, and I enjoyed it. And That was her taking care of her homestead. That's right. Like we talked about last week. And it still looks good today. Good job, With Chris pools of water everywhere. Now you can see where the water is actually standing. It's like little lakes. That's right. We have small lakes in our, our yard. And so. But that's okay. I was excited. I am excited every time I um, look out the, you know, out the windows or whatever. I see like the little pools, but I see low grass in the little pools. Low grass. <laughs> I'm very excited. So that's what's happening in our world. Update in our podcast family. What are we up to this week? Last week we were at 1,695 downloads. No, we weren't. That's this week's. That's this week's? Yes. He's oh, I'm sorry. The wrong number. Last week we were right over 1,600, and this week we're at 1,695. We're almost so we're to like, We're kind of ticking pretty systematically at 95 to 100 people a week new. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So, hey, shout out to all you guys, and um, that will be cool. Aaron, you can give him a hand clap, can't you? We have a new thing. Hold on. Come on, Aaron. Oh, no. Come on, give it to him. Aaron's not ready for it. Oh, he's feeling the pressure. He was prepared. 
Hold on. I don't think I. Oh, yeah, I do have it. Hold on. There it is. All oh, right. Listen to that. It's terrible. Is this who we are now? <laughs> yes. We've sold so thank out. Thank you guys so much. There you go. It's our shout out to you for helping to push this. I did notice, Bree, that you posted the map last week. And so now you let us know where you're listening from. Hopefully, we can continue to light up the map all summer, especially if you're traveling. Yes, make that'd be sure good. you good idea. Download can, it while you're in. Yeah, can, download can it. Can you do that? At. Download it while you're in another state. Does that count? Absolutely. Yes, it counts. So that's that's um, interesting. The um, we thank you though. We are ticking away towards it very quickly. Twenty five hundred. We'll be here before you know be here it. Before you know it. Few, AirPods. Few episodes away. Someone's getting AirPods. So I just want to say one thing before we move on to the topic of today. Um, you know. Somebody approached me and they were so ready to know about the drawing this week because they had liked and they had shared and they had commented and then found out there was no drawing and you felt slighted. Look, there's four of us in this room. If it's up to me, I'd give something away every week. But they told me I could not. No, we told you. Do you, you have that. a boo on there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. I don't think we're. This is going to be this bad. Be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Should have deleted all of it when I got it. Right. I don't know why you told him those are on there. Because now I'm going to do it. That's it. Thank you. Aaron. Randomly. Oh my gosh. And okay, so, so. Uh, so anyway, so when do we get to draw again? Surely we're going to draw before the AirPods. We can. We can. We can have a summer celebration. Before the AirPods. All right, like next week, next celebrating week. school being out, we will have a giveaway. So there you go. Like and share and comment or some combination thereof, and we will put you in a drawing next week, and we will give something away. It'll be a mystery gift. Mystery gift. All right, so Christy, why don't you uh, talk to us about today's topic? This is something you're really interested in. Um, you kind of brought this up. We've been having a conversation about it, and we want to talk to you about this today. Well, we talked about earlier that we we have um, in the past talked about releasing your arrows, which is basically kicking your kids out of the house. Not really, but um, releasing your arrows into um, or releasing your children into new parts of their life. And we, we had it when the, the twins graduated from high school. They were on the podcast and they talked about moving into it, transitioning into a new section of life for them. And we... The, what I wanted to talk about or what I talked to Brad about was how different it is even in the three, two, three years that the, the twins have been out, how much scarier it is to release your children in today's society, in today's world, post-pandemic um, or still in the, I guess you would present pandemic, um, we're still in a lot of it. And what this world looks like now, as opposed to even, you know, two years ago at this time, um, and how different that is. And my thing is, um, and this is a verse that I think is overused a lot in the Bible, and it's actually been used against me one at one point in my life. But in Esther, it says that you are made for such a time as this, and everybody's like, oh, you know, you're the person for such a time as this. This is your time right now. But in that verse, before he says those words, he says to her, God is going to take care of his people. God is going to take care of the situation, whether you help him or not. Wow. He may not use you if you are unwilling to be used, but he is going to 
handle the situation. God is going to, and of course I'm, I'm misquoting the Bible. I'm not direct quoting the Bible, but the whole point is God's going to handle this situation, whether he uses you or not, but it goes on to say, God's going to bring the victory. God's going to bring the victory to his people. And, and for such a, but even though you may be, but God may have put you here for just such a time as this, that's what it says in Mm -hmm. Esther. But my thing is, that I think it's so important to talk to people and. But can we stop right there for a second though? Because man, that's deep. That's profound. You know, I was thinking, man, what a great song. Uh, I'm going to see a victory. You know, God's going to bring the victory and the battle as He is. And you're right, man. And that passes scripture, Christy. The Lord saying there was no doubt. There was so much faith um, that He was going to bring the victory to the children of Israel. And yet He said, "But God wants to use you to do it. You could be part of it." And God has placed you here for such a time as this. And, man, that's the thing that I just want to encourage everybody in before we go any further, that no matter where we are out there, God is moving, and he has strategically placed us at our workplaces, in our where we live, in our neighborhoods, in our states, in our stations in life, and whatever your kids' uh, hobbies are, the circles that you run in, whether that's rodeo or travel ball or basket weaving or ballet or uh, theater. or I mean, like, you're in those circles and God has placed us there to to be that difference. That's so heartwarming and encouragement because you know everybody's looking for somebody. When will somebody? When when will somebody do something? You know, and the children of Israel were against the back against the wall, and everybody was thinking that. But one person stepped up and said, "You're the person," and in your circle, God can use you to be that person. That's powerful. That a preach, Christy. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. most of the Bible will but anyway um, so but my point is that it's it's a it's a scary world to welcome release, to my world <laughs> it's a scary world to release your kids into right now but your kids were put here for this time we've talked before in the past that if I were you know if I had discovered America we'd all live on the east coast we'd all live directly on the east coast because I would not have like ventured out into other parts but God didn't put me here then and that's a great word, Christy, because today so many young couples are literally debating, do I even have kids? Because of the Because world. it's so the world's in such a chaotic state. Like like it is a regular occurrence, you know, maybe not every day or every week, but at least once a month, somebody says, Should I do we even bring kids into this? Like and then people will come to me and they'll say, I just feel so sorry for you. You know, like Bradley and Ella, you have those younger kids in the world that they're going to live in is such a mess. And But what Christy is saying is so true that God has placed those children in the world for this time and this season. That's right. Well, and, and us too. God has placed the parents in the world for this season. And I think a lot of parents right now are um, thinking that they should just keep their kids like, like, you know, undercover and you should keep them, as you say, in the, in the quiver. And isn't that what it's mm-hmm. called? You keep your arrows in a quiver. Uh, um, and, and you don't release them. You don't let them go. You just hold them there and you hold them as tight as you can. And you, and you call it protection, but are you protecting them? Or are you like smothering them? Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal. And now more so, like in the past, you've always heard about these parents that, you know, oh, they don't let their children do anything. They don't let their kids have any fun. But now they can say that it's in in defense of the, you know, of the times we live in or the world that's going mm-hmm. on. And, and I'm scared they're going to do, you know, have bad things happen to them this way. And, or it's just become the norm. 
nobody's doing it. You know, nobody lets their kids go off to college. Nobody lets their kids, you know, go in Walmart without a mask. Nobody lets their kids do certain things. But you have to at some point say, you know, this is, I am putting my children in God's hands. I can't like literally hold them in the, in the past year, we've held them in the house. When my sister was going to Turkey to do a journeymanship there with um, the International Mission Board, as, and she went there, and of course it was right after 9-11. Wow, that's been 20 years ago. It was right after that, and of course, my mom and dad were concerned and stuff, and I'll never forget what she said. She said, if this is where God wants me, there is no safer place to be than in this area of Turkey, Amsterdam, the place she went, and that's the, that's so true, guys, that you we don't have the capacity to protect our children 24-7, but God does. That's right, 24-7, wherever they are, I mean, all he, the time, look, anywhere. Uh, monitoring? He's been monitoring forever true 24-hour monitoring the Christ, the scripture christy was talking about was psalms 127 you know and again this is a really a quoted verse a lot it starts out in verse one by saying you know unless the lord builds a house they that build it labor in vain but i really like when you get down to verses three through five and it says sons and children are indeed a heritage from the lord your children are your reward likewise your children are like arrows in the hand of a warrior. Are the sons of children born in one's youth? wonder what that says about us. Hmm. <laughs> what is youth? Happy is the man who has filled his quiver with them. Such men will never be put to shame when they speak with their enemies at the city gates. So happy is the person who has their quiver full of them. And, uh, when you think about this in the biblical days that Chrissy's talking about, like you didn't just run down to Academy or Walmart and pick you out an arrow, the style that you wanted, and then just select a, a arrowhead really quickly and screw it on and then go fire your arrow. I mean, they had to literally shape and fashion these arrows. They had to put the find the right feathers to put the right flint on them, find the right rock to shape that into becoming an arrowhead. They had to chisel away at it. So when you think about it, in biblical days and even in early the early, late 1800s and stuff like if you wanted an arab i mean you didn't just you didn't just um uh fashion them quickly it was a process therefore so when you released an arrow you released it strategically and you took careful aim at the placement that you were sending that arrow because it took you so long to fashion it but an arrow that never leaves the quiver never accomplishes its per, its reality that it was created for. And today, so many parents are trying to micromanage their children and to control them and to put so many boundaries around them in the name of protection that their kids are never being released on their own to fail. I look back on my life. I'm thankful that my parents allowed me to fail, that they didn't sweep in and make me be the bubble boy, although I probably should have been with a bunch of bones that were broken, but like they let me, they let me fail. And you always learn from your trials, from your tribulations, from your hardships. And this passage of scripture is so remarkable because when these warriors fashioned these arrows, they had, they did everything with purpose. And I remember when I was a kid, there was this guy who was visiting our home and me and my best friend, Kyle, had just got us these, we had just received 410 
um, shotguns, uh, single shot, crack barrel shotguns, put your bullet in there. And man, this big guy, he was there visiting and he took our gun and like he was shooting it from his hip. And of course I was like, wow, look at that. And we walked away from it. And my buddy was like, I'm not impressed. He's just shooting up all our bullets. Like just like, he's just wasting our ammunition. I believe a lot of parents, man, mm, that's deep right there. You believe parents are wasting their ammunition? Some are wasting their ammunition. Some are not fashioning in their those arrows correctly. And um, some don't ever want to release them because they don't want their kids to have to suffer. But suffering helps sometimes. And suffering is what makes purpose and brings us to where God really wants us to be. Because he never wastes a hurt. You learn a lot in suffering. You do learn a lot in suffering. Um, you can't hear Bree because she's staying away from the microphone. But Put that um, mic up, girl. Um, but it, and it's not like when I want to talk about this, I wasn't talking about let's let's talk about parents who do not want to release their children. I want to talk to the parents who are releasing, are releasing. their children, but they are doing so in a um, chaotic world. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, oh, this is the perfect world. We live in utopia. Let's let our children go out and live in it. So even though they you have prepared, now it's time. This is, what, this is Brad's phrase. You need to trust your training. You have raised these kids up to this point. Um, you, have, you have, you know, trained these children up to this point. Thank you haven't you. raised because... That's Brad's thing. You don't raise we children. Raise cattle. We raise cattle. We train children. We train children. But you have been training them, and you have to trust that. And so at this point, the first time I ever heard Brad say this, he said, you have to trust your training. And the the guy that he was talking to turned around and goes, but what if you know you messed up your training? <laughs> you know, what do you know? What if you, actually, he said, well, what if you don't trust your training? What if you don't trust that training? Then we need to pray. So, well, and that's my point is that you – they still have to be released, and you may have to be there and help train them even after they're released. You know, um, you work towards just saying to these people, I mean, to your kids, you know, whatever problems you have, you can't always call me. I'm still going to be here or whatever, but you have to let the kids have the problem. And I think, too, Christy, because what you're saying is, like, right now, you know, in years gone past, you could you could define the target. You could release them strategically towards the bullseye but today in the chaotic world that we're living in it's like do i even see the target you know and it's like i'm releasing them into this forest out there and every the target's always moving the thing that's soaking up all the oxygen is changing every day and so when something we take for granted uh changes you know like we talked about the shock factor on an episode and, you know, what, you know, then we talked about being desensitized with, you know, the shootings and stuff, but it's amazing what soaks up our attention. You know, this week it's, do I have enough gasoline? Right. That's because right. the pipeline the was shut down, the pipe, you know, the so now shortage. it's like one of my friends, you know, his wife called him and said, uh, he told me this yesterday. He's like, his wife called and said, do I need to go fill up my truck with gas? And he said, um, are you almost empty? And she said, well, no. Well, then no, don't get gas. But it's like this panic, you know, he's like, that really doesn't affect us physically. I think it's funny that. But it affects us psychologically. I think that it's funny in the in the state of Louisiana, we're so used to um, hurricane preparation 
that it's like gas shortage and we're all like, yeah, so mm-hmm. your point. <laughs> we lived through this multiple times last year, especially with the hurricanes and the tornadoes in our area and just craziness going on. But we literally like... Um, I, if I did not get on national news, I wouldn't even hear about gas shortages to me personally, because nobody has mentioned gas shortages because, you know, honestly, it's just like, okay, we'll ride it out for a few days and see what happens because we're kind of used to. But the thing, the thing that we want to encourage you as, as, as people out there, um, whether it's your children or your nieces or your nephews, because everybody's concerned about something, you can't keep up with how many crises there are out there. And they change. They're so it's such a moving target. Well, and that's my point is that you can either choose to stay in a um, a state of panic because there's always something you can panic about, like we just talked about frenzy. Chris creating this frenzy. You can you know you can panic about the weather. You can panic about the gas shortage. You can panic about the wars in Israel right now. I mean, if you choose to panic, all you have to do is open your phone to any news network, and you can find something to panic over. But you have to live your life without panic because going back to my Esther, my Esther verse, God is going to handle this situation. We'll say that God is going to deal with everything in this world right now. And he can either use us to do so, to affect the people around us, to calm our situation, to calm our circle, or we can live in the chaos and, you know, just be caught up in it and just see how it rides out. Um, in that story, in Esther, some of the guys that were major players in it did not do well at the end. There were, you know, the people that thought that they were they were controlling the situation. They had their ideas um, of what should happen, and they were literally celebrating themselves um, the celebration turned to other people. The celebration turned at, actually to their enemies. And if you uh, read the book of Esther, he dies in the end, the guy that was celebrating himself. So my point is, even though you, if you think you have every situation in your life controlled like that guy did in the Bible, you don't. God is the only one that has every situation controlled. You cannot wait until you have every situation controlled in your life to live it. Because that is co- absolutely correct. I mean, because the things happen in the most unlikely places. Like, who had ever thought a week ago that we'd be talking about a gas sh- gas shortage? You know, True. war in Israel in the Middle East. Yeah, okay, yeah, that that's not a big shocker. But gas shortages and these things and the crises that are happening all over the place. Like, you can't keep up with the with the crisis. Literally, and you, so I mean, you can't. therefore, you must know. That you are releasing your kids, your grandkids. Trust the training. You know what it means so much is that don't waste the valuable moments where you have to instill um, instill things into them. You know, whether it be a, a wisdom, whether it be relationships, and whether it be a practical thing like how to do life, how to how to do something, how to how to how to hook up battery cables in case your car doesn't start. I mean like don't waste those moments to teach your kids and grandkids to be independent. Look for the teachable moments. But oh, also come on. so it's funny Brad was had a conversation with of all people a um a divorce lawyer a few weeks ago. It's been a while. Oh yeah. But we're trying that, to find 
In that wait, person, wait, wait, wait. In that. Not because I was personally looking for one. I was helping someone else. No, yeah. Find someone to help them. Yeah, I'm I'm not announcing to the podcast. Yes, let's get to the record straight here. Looking for it. No. Um, so he was having a conversation with this person who happened to be a divorce lawyer and that person said, you know what it all boils down to? And there, she had three rules and we're not going to get into these rules. But one of the things she said was teach people to just be nice. Be nice. It's hard to get it. Like, just be nice. Just be nice. Be nice. It doesn't matter if they're older than you, if they're younger than you. Be nice to people that you see out in the world. And if you don't teach your kids anything else, teach your kids that. To be nice. You know, don't just play nice on the playground. You play nice at, you know, Walmart when you see somebody. Hold a door or or help them out when they drop something in the parking lot. Teach your children to to be nice to each other, which it's harder sometimes to the sibling. Anybody out there that has a sibling, um, they it's harder to be nice to the people closest to you sometimes because you just assume they're going to, you know, love you anyway. But be nice to them. Be nice to the people in your immediate circle, but be nice to the people around you in your outer circle, too. Just be nice. It's a good it's a good starting point. So, man, in the midst of the chaos, you know, trust your training, stay connected, understand that this too shall pass. And that the very same God who was there with Esther will be there with us. He will never leave us or forsake us. And he will handle the situation. And he will handle the situation. He he never lost a battle. Never lost a battle. Or a war. Or a anything. Whatever you call it. This is just a battle. This is not the whole war. He hasn't lost any of that. I mean, he's lost the he whole thing. He is the victor. Read the end. We are not the victim. So, and I don't know, I just feel like people are today are like, oh, I can't let my child do this, or I can't let my child do that, or I'm I'm just so scared that my child's, you know, in this day and age isn't going to have a job, or isn't going to be able to, you know, go to college and do whatever, and they're going to be back home and on computer. Living on me. No, not living on you, but they're going to be like, you know, online and all this stuff. And if so, then that handle that when it happens. Don't worry about it a year in advance or two years in advance or whatever. You know? Live in the moment. Live in the moment. So many people are so fearful that they can't enjoy the moment they're in because they're worried about what's going to happen in the next moment. That's right. And so in that, you end up losing the greatest opportunity that you have in the relationship that you're in right now because worry is consuming tomorrow. Just be present. Just be present. In the present. Well, that's 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 true. Absolutely. All right. What a great topic, Christy. I mean, that's good stuff. Thank you for sharing that. Glad we decided to talk about it. Yeah. Living in a chaotic world. Give us some feedbacks, man. Uh, you know, what what are your things? What are the things that you um uh, help lead your family with or things that you pour into someone else with? And uh, also, continue to give us feedback on topics that you'd like us to talk about. Uh, it was kind of easy at first, but it, we do this every week, and so uh, it, it takes a new topic every week. And uh, we had a whole list that people had given us, and we, like, we started looking over, like, we did that one, we did that one, we did that one. So give us some feedback. Post it on our Instagram, Facebook. Instagram. Yes, Instagram. Bri, you have a mic. Tell them how to get in touch with us. Give us the feedback. You can stay connected with all of us here at the podcast um, using Instagram and Facebook, or you can email us. 
all of our email addresses are just our first names at family-grace.com. That's right. That's it. You can do any of those things. Oh, and you can DM us on all of those platforms as well. Absolutely. So, yes, you yeah. can. If you don't want to leave a comment, because I know sometimes you don't want people to know that you are the one who requested that. So. No, no. If you if you um, if you let us know that, and let, matter of fact, if you do give us a topic, we would love to give you a shout out. But if you'd rather us not give you a shout out, just mm-hmm. say, "Can you keep that private?" Exactly. So I have a challenge. Okay. A challenge this week is to encourage a graduate. Find somebody graduating from something and encourage them. Encourage them about their future because God and, put them in that in this place right now in this time point on this timeline. For right now you are so correct you know yeah. and and don't be the so cosmic the killjoy you know i was thinking about we, the, the the bigs one one is wanting to do family counseling the other one's wanting to do family law and god love uh emily doing family law because not one person has ever encouraged her like every single person when they say what are you gonna do i'm gonna do family law oh girl I know. Really? You really want to think about that. You really should think about that. The only person that has ever said anything encouraging to her about pursuing family law is the lawyer that I talked to on the phone, whom she never spoke to. The divorce lawyer. The divorce lawyer said, yeah, that's great. I would just encourage her not to do it in a very large city. But but she was very encouraging. And so it's like, you know, this is what she really feels like God's called her to do because she really wants to help children. And it's not just about... You know, I, we got to take a trip this week because we have an update on the farm that we forgot to talk about. We now have not one, but two. Two horses. Horses. Oh Ella goodness. finally got her horses. Oh, that girl's excited. She called me. Yes. Ella FaceTimed me with <laughs> those horses on Saturday. I was at an air show, and she FaceTimed me with those horses. <laughs> and, and then, so uh, Emily took a ride with me. But, you know, there's just so much more to family law than just divorce, and you know. Uh, side note, Emily and Ellen got up at 6 a.m. to go get those horses. Oh, I heard. On a Saturday. That's a big deal That's at our a big house. Deal. To get up. Whole and we had to go a long ways, too. To so. get up before 8 a.m. for any reason at all on a Saturday is a big deal at our house. I'm proud of you, Emily. <laughs> and Ella. Well, Ella was excited. Like, it's, she's the one who was reaping the benefit. You That's know. true. That is Ella, true. yeah. I'm surprised she slept at all. You need to tell them their names. So the names of the horse, I guess we could post that too, but yeah. the names of the horses are Doc and Goldie. Doc and Goldie. That I can't believe right. we made it this far in this episode. And y'all didn't mention. I know, how do we forget that? We totally and also, already become members uh, of the family. They're just, they're just these, ordinary. These horses, are, these horses are a heritage from the Lord because the gentleman that we got them from uh, had these horses when his kids were little and taught his kids to ride on them. So he kind of released Aww. his arrows our direction. He did. And, <laughs> and they are so excited. They've already ridden them um, a little bit. One of them. Between the rainstorms this week. Um, they have ridden them a little bit and they're excited. They're very excited about it. So update on that. And um, hopefully this week we will see some good things happen with that. So That's exciting. So anyway, as you are out there continuing to fight the good fight of faith, please give us a shout out on your social media platform. Share this with your friends if it's been helpful. Uh, we hope we our desire is to be a blessing for you guys. Definitely, all the time. So anytime, as you are doing the great fight, stay humble and hustle hard. No hashtag. <laughs> Can't put me on no one hashtag. See you next week.